You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday, your team every single day of the week. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. Don't be a hater. You can also follow the show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, Stitcher, and wherever you listen to this show and all of your favorite shows across the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your questions, a part of the weekly Friday mailbag here on Locked on Panthers. So make sure to get those questions into me now by either adding me or DMing me at Julian Council. But first, make sure to click the follow button there on Twitter. The Carolina Panthers are back to 500. Cam Newton is back. The good vibes are back. The energy is back. And everyone seems to be pretty happy pretty uh pretty content with life well, let's not say content there's still a lot of things left to play for for this team in the final seven weeks of the season as they welcome the Washington football team to Bank of America Stadium on Sunday if you haven't heard Ron Rivera the former Carolina Panthers head coach is now coaching the Washington football team they're gonna have to get a nickname because I keep wanting to call him the old nickname that they were before but I can't do that anymore because that's not what they're called but either way, Ron Rivera coming back home to Carolina on Sunday. Cam Newton going to be coming out of that tunnel in the home colors once again back in his kingdom. And I cannot wait to see that. I know the ticket prices are outrageous. But hey, that's what we want, right? We were talking a couple weeks ago about the Carolina Panthers and the product on the field and the stadium continually being taken over. Look at Sunday down in Arizona, down in the desert. Cam's running around, high-fiving all the fans like good old days. Got the Sunday giveaway was back there after that first touchdown where he let everyone know that he was back. So cool to see so many Panther fans there in the desert. And it's also the perfect time of the year to go there. 80 degrees, sunny, not oppressively hot like it typically is out in Arizona throughout the rest of the year. And it's cold here. So I get it, and I think a lot of people were going to that game regardless. I don't think uh, there was many people who just decided, hey, I'm going to buy a flight that now that Cam is back and go to the game, even though it's, there's a possibility that people did that. But so cool to see just everyone so fired up, up about this franchise after, I mean, what we had dealt with over the last month and a half where just no one seemed to be excited at all about the team. I joked about if they lose to the Giants, I got nothing for you. I'm no longer going to be doing the podcast, which... I mean, you know, there were points where really I was thinking about it like, hey, might let my folks over at Locked On know that, hey, I can't do this anymore, guys. This is just a drag. It's not fun. The team's not winning. No one's happy. Let me just enjoy my Sundays by ignoring this team, but not anymore. Cam Newton's back here in Charlotte and the good vibes have returned. And Matt Rule is certainly happy about it as he spoke to the media on Monday afternoon and he let everyone know. The question that we all wanted answered on Sunday, but he decided that he was not going to answer it. He was just going to enjoy the win and talk about on the plane back that no one slept. Everyone was just buzzing after the win against the Cardinals, 34 to 10, thorough domination 
of the team that came into week 10 in the NFL with the best overall record at eight and one. The Cardinals now back to eight and two. I know no Kyler Murray, whatever, no Nuke Hopkins, whatever. JJ Watts done for the season, whatever. The Panthers dominated the Cardinals. I don't care if all three of those guys were out there. The Panthers still were going to win that game. And let's think about this, too. Like the offensive line that played really well, and Pat Elfline, who started at center, looked good. Maybe that is his future. And I had pointed out last week that, you know, maybe with the Panthers, and we didn't love it. I've talked about it. Y- y'all have mentioned it. No one really loved the first two signings of Cam Irving and Pat Elfline when it came to free agency. But they did have the flexibility that the Carolina Panthers apparently were craving in desiring this offseason when it came to the offensive line. Very hard to find starting level offensive linemen in free agency. I get it unless you want to pony up the kind of cash that Carolina Panthers, according, I guess, to their plans this offseason, didn't have and didn't want to give up. So you get a Pat Elfline who comes off of IR and is able to step in there and be the center for the rest of the season as Matt Paradis is out. And this is giving him an opportunity and the organization an opportunity to evaluate the position long term. He was the center of the year back in college at the Ohio State University, started off in the NFL playing center. So the fact that he has already a comfort level there is a major positive for the Carolina Panthers. Not a good guard, but maybe he can be a a decent enough center that he can start the rest of the year and maybe next year and in the years to come as he hopefully develops and grows in that position. So the offensive line, they played their tails off on Sunday, and they're going to have to do that now that Cam Newton is going to be back under center. And Matt Rule came out there and answered the question, as I will not further delay this anymore, and said that Cam will take the majority of the first team reps this week in practice. Yay! Cam Newton's back, officially. And he will start on Sunday. Well... Didn't quite say that just yet, but Cam's not going to take the reps and learn more of the offense the rest of the week and not start. He had 10 to 15 plays yesterday that the Panthers had designed for him, and he only played nine plays on Sunday, which is all they needed because he was very efficient. Two touchdowns in nine plays, two touchdowns in his first two touches of the football on Sunday afternoon against the Cardinals there on the road. So Cam will start on Sunday, and I understand in a way why Matt Rule didn't want to talk about it on Sunday afternoon because P.J. Walker, or Phillip as he calls him when he's angry, that's his guy. That's the dude that he recruited to Temple, and he was a starting quarterback and put Temple on the map back when they were hosting game day when Notre Dame came to town that one time in Philadelphia for a primetime game on ABC. He loves P.J. He stuck with P.J. when Folks like me and the rest of the media were asking questions about, are you, you sure that you want Will Greer or P.J. Walker to be your backup quarterback? Sure you want to get a veteran, especially knowing that the guy who's going to be your starter is not really that good and has also never played a full season healthy. You sure you want to do this? Well, P.J. Walker made Matt Rule look like a pretty smart guy. And in terms of just a small sample size, when he starts, the Panthers win. Last year, he didn't give a single point against Detroit the first Two quarters of the game on Sunday didn't give up a single point defensively, only gave up 10 points. They raised their level. P.J. Walker ran the offense pretty doggone well. A couple of bad throws, the interception, the the drive before almost got picked off. But other than that, everything you wanted to see from a backup quarterback, P.J. Walker, job well done. Hopefully we'll have to see you again the rest of the year. It's now the Cam show, and Cam's going to have the opportunity to lead this team, hopefully, to the playoffs. And Matt Rule, he said as much. He said, I want everything that Cam brings. I don't want Cam light. 
We don't want no Miller Lite. We don't want Bud Light. We want that Bud Heavy. Give me that straight Miller. Don't give me that, that low cow stuff. I want the full Cam Newton, all of it. I want everything that Cam Newton brings. I don't want Cam Light. I want full Cam as long as Cam is focused on football. Whoa, 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 which he is. I know the haters out there who says, oh, he's all about himself. Cam doesn't care about anybody but Cam. He's more focused on how he dresses. Oh, he's a cross-dresser. Shut up. Cam is the first guy in, last guy out. You saw the leadership that he showed yesterday when getting those guys up in the huddle on the sideline, the energy that he provided. Everyone is happy to have Cam back. Anyone who's ever played for them, him has or played with him has always talked about how great of a team guy he is. Bill Belichick, the GOAT, has only said positive things. He was on WEEI at Boston Sports Radio Monday morning talking about just how happy he was for Cam to be back in Carolina and how such he, he's such a great guy. So there, once again, you're wrong if you think Cam is selfish. And in continuing on with that quote, he says, I want full Christian McCaffrey as long as Christian's focused on football. I want Brian Burns to do his Spider-Man, whatever he does, as long as he's focused on football. The focus is clearly on football here in Carolina as Cam Newton is back and the Carolina Panthers have a renewed hope moving towards their final seven weeks of the season at five and five back to 500. Now, does that renewed hope mean the Carolina Panthers could be NFC South division champs? Jim Trotter of NFL.com thinks that's a possibility. Do you think it's a possibility? Do I think it's a possibility? Maybe. We'll get into it here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. In life, we're all bound for different things. With Beachbound.com Vacations, you could be bound for adventure, bound for passion, bound for discovery, or bound for togetherness, bound for immersion, bound for rejuvenation, or maybe you may be bound for encountering the unexpected. Personally, when I'm at a beach resort, I'm bound to end up at the poolside bar or maybe creating my own taco flight. As long as I've got a good view and a good drink in my hand, I'll be happy as can be. With Beachbound.com, you can find the perfect beach vacation for you. No matter what you're looking for, what are you bound for? Visit Beachbound.com today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And to just finish up a little bit of that thought of just P.J. Walker and the Panthers, Matt Rule, it makes sense to just sit there, celebrate a guy who really helped your team win on Sunday afternoon and P.J. Walker and not to get too ahead of themselves. Allow P.J. to at least enjoy the opportunity to be a 
starting quarterback in the NFL and be a guy who helps your team win a game. And then on Monday, turn the page, move forward. Didn't do a victory Monday, meaning no one had a day off. They were back and they were trying to work. And one of the things that actually stood out to me with Matt Rule's press conference was that he talked about. And I think the first question he was asked by Vastai Hurt of Carolina Blitz does a fantastic job covering the Carolina Panthers. Definitely go check her out, guys, on Twitter and look at all the stuff that she does. Um, her and Sheena Quick also both just fantastic women covering the Carolina Panthers here in Charlotte. But uh, he, they, she asked him about if that was one of the most complete performances that they had this season. And Rule agreed. He noted the Saints game in week two where I mentioned yesterday uh, how like with the game on Sunday with the Cardinals where there's built in excuses for why Arizona would have lost that game. It didn't really matter. Because just the way the Panthers played in all three facets of the game against the Cardinals, I don't see it being a different result even had Kyler Murray been out there. And with the Saints, in dealing with the coaches being out because of the COVID outbreak, being displaced because of the hurricane, all that, the injuries, it didn't matter. The Saints weren't coming to Bank of America Stadium week two and winning that game based on how the Panthers played that day. It just wasn't going to happen. And he also mentioned the Falcons game. So that's two of the last three weeks for the Panthers, both on the road that they've been able to play one of their more complete performances of the season in two wins, in two very important wins as they head into the last month or so of the season with a renewed focus and re-energized with Cam Newton back under center as will take the majority of the first team reps and will start on Sunday. Matt Rule hasn't said it yet, but I'm going to say it right now. Matt Rule is going to start Cam Newton. He's going to run out of that tunnel, and everyone's going to be so fired up to finally see him back here in Charlotte as a Panthers starting quarterback, something that last week I didn't think was ever going to happen, and not even, even before then, when we said goodbye in March of 2020, we had no idea, well, of course, that a pandemic was going to turn our lives upside down. But then on top of that, Cam Newton would not be a Carolina Panther. It was brutal. It was emotional. But to see that you can come back home like Cam Newton has, has everyone, including myself, just super happy and excited and fired up about what is there to come for the rest of the season for the Carolina Panthers. But they need to be a consistent team moving forward. That's what Matt Rule said is the challenge for their team is to be a consistent team the rest of the way. And that's the only way that they could potentially be a playoff team. And I mentioned yesterday that I don't think this team is playing for a seven seed to be the last team in. I think this team, the way the schedule set up the rest of the year, especially the next three weeks of Washington at home at Miami, the bye, then home against Atlanta, they should at least get to eight, nine wins. Like nine wins should be where they get in in this NFC this year where the top five teams, Arizona, Dallas, um, LA, the Rams, um, Green Bay, and Tampa. And Tampa's kind of dropped off a little bit losing two weeks in a row. Those teams are absolutely going to the playoffs. Other than that, who knows? Looks like the pan- it looks like the Panthers and maybe the Saints are probably the better two teams, uh, the best two teams behind those teams to be positioned for the playoffs. And maybe the Carolina Panthers could be shooting for more. Jim Trotter, who writes for NFL.com, you see him on NFL Network, does a really good job covering the league. He had an article that came out on Monday morning talking about the Carolina Panthers and their possibility of not just being a team that can make the playoffs, but a team that could be the NFC South champs now that they're re-energized and now that Cam Newton is back here in Charlotte, which is a very interesting conversation. You look across the national media, 
plenty of folks were all in on the Panthers potentially being a playoff team. Nick Wright on First Things First on FS1 was talking about this is a playoff team now. You had Keyson Johnson and Max um, Kellerman on ESPN talking about it. You even had Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless, that guy, Adam Shine, known Cam hater. I put that in quotes. Adam Shine, whatever. He just does his job. He's not a big Cam Newton fan, whatever. Colin Cowherd, same same way. Those guys are put in the Cam hater category, but they're also really good at getting you guys to react, which helps them. And I always tell people, don't respond. If you don't like them, ignore them. And then they don't have the kind of success. But at this point, Colin Cowherd, he's a machine. Shine, he's a machine. Like, you're never going to bring him down. But two guys who aren't big Cam Newton fans, or even saying that this team with this defense, they look different now and they have a chance to be a playoff team. Like they're going to be a playoff team, but can they be the champions of the NFC South? I'm not quite sure. And Jim Trotter wrote this. He said, doubt the Panthers if you like, but I no longer can. In a season that seems to get wilder each week with the improbable becoming the norm, it would not be surprising if the Panthers claimed a division title. And that's great to point out. Week nine was wild with... The Jags beating the Bills about scoring a touchdown, the Cowboys getting spanked, and you know, all the weird things that happened. And things kind of came back to normal this week on Sunday, except for Tampa Bay losing, of course. But, you know, Buffalo bouncing back, looking like the offensive explosion. You saw Sunday Night Football at the Kansas City Chiefs. They're back in first place of their division in the AFC West, where I was told a couple weeks ago that Mahomes was a gimmick. He was a fraud. It's time to start questioning that contract. No, 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 no. That's not the case at all. KC's still certainly a Super Bowl contender, whether their defense is good or not, because they have that guy and that head coach, Andy Reid, on the sideline. That being said, things are a tad bit unstable here in the NFC South now that Tampa Bay's kind of come back a little bit to earth. Carolina Panthers were the only team out of the division to win on Sunday afternoon as the Falcons. Uh, what the hell is that? They no-showed on the road against the Dallas Cowboys. Dan Quinn, revenge game, gets the game ball in the Cowboys locker room afterwards after he was, of course, fired a year ago. After coaching for about five and a half seasons with the Falcons, famously taking them to the Super Bowl where they blew a 28 to three lead. Never forget the Saints losing on the road against the Tennessee Titans in a game they probably should have won. And then the Bucs losing on the road against the Washington football team. That's now back to back losses for Tampa Bay as they lost at New Orleans prior to their bye a week ago. And looking at the rest of the schedule, though, I just don't really see Tampa Bay coming back far enough for the Panthers to reach them. I know the Carolina Panthers play them twice uh, in the final three weeks of the season. We'll see where things stand then. But before then, they got New York on Monday Night Football next week. That's a home game. You got to beat them. Indianapolis is now back to 5-5. Five and five. I don't really know how to feel about the, the Colts, really. With Carson Wentz has been okay, but still Carson Wentz. Frank Wright's a good coach. I just, I don't know. I'm not really in love with the Colts. At Atlanta, they're not good. Buffalo at home. New Orleans at home. Carolina twice, like I mentioned, at New York. If you're looking at it, that's like three guaranteed wins at the very least for Tampa. And it's the NFL. I get it. Week-to-week league. It's a one-week season. Any given Sunday, yada, yada. All the cliches that I say you hear from everyone out there. They got to beat the Giants at home. They got to beat Atlanta on the road. They got to beat the Jets, and then they're probably going to win one of the Panther games. So that's like 10 wins. They're at least going to get to 10 or 11 wins. I don't know if Carolina can get to 10 or 11 wins. I know Jim Trotter said, doubt them if you like, but I no longer can. I'm not doubting them. 
I just think it's a tougher schedule for Carolina, and they have already played their, well, at least at least outside the next three weeks, they've kind of played their quote-unquote easy games on the schedule, and that was a pretty rough patch for this team. So no game is really a gimme for Carolina, but for uh, for uh, the Bucks, not Buffalo, for Tampa, they're still the reigning Super Bowl champs. They still got a lot of continuity. I know that they have injuries. Like Richard Sherman probably is done, but that's the guy that they asked to be reinforcement in the middle of the season. Tampa Bay has not had the same kind of injury luck that they had last year, which is the key for them winning the Super Bowl. That was something that was going to probably come back more to the mean or regress, and that's what we've seen so far this season. Still, I would have them as the favorites to win the NFC South as they sit a game and a half above the Panthers right now. But the Panthers will have an opportunity as they play them later on. The Saints, I don't see it for New Orleans being a team that's going to win this division. Like, they're 5-4. and four. They lost on Sunday, and that's a game they probably should have won. Like, it's not Trevor Simeon's fault. I think they'll be fine with Trevor Simeon. The one thing we know about Sean Payton over the last couple of years is that he can win pretty much with anyone back there at quarterback. He has won a game already this season when Jameis Winston tore his ACL. Trevor Simeon came in. They beat the Bucs at home. So he's already proven he can do it there. Uh, also, last year, Taysom Hill won with him. Teddy Bridgewater, who y'all wanted to run out of town, won with him. He's had a winning record with quarterbacks not named Drew Brees over the last three seasons. So I think he's going to be just fine. That team has a good enough roster where they'll be just fine, even without Michael Thomas, which will be a problem not to have a number one wide receiver, which is going to limit their potential, which I never thought was a Super Bowl anyway. It's probably going to be Super Bowl, Super Wild Card weekend. And then, all right, enjoy Cabo or wherever the hell they're going in the offseason. But they'll be, they're probably a playoff team. The Tennessee game. Like the kicker missed two extra points. Had a terrible rough in the passer call. Ill time false start on the potential game tying two point conversion at the end of the game. A comedy of errors by the officials, by the Saints, that led them to lose that football game. I'm not weeping for New Orleans. I'm just gonna say that they're probably gonna be in the playoffs. They got and they have a tougher schedule though. Like they have Philly next week on the road, Buffalo, Dallas, at New York, at Tampa, Miami, Carolina, at Atlanta. So we're probably looking at eight to nine wins for the New Orleans Saints, which might be good enough for them to get into the playoffs. Like, seriously, looking at it, the Panthers, they got to win the next three weeks, absolutely, if they want to win the division. And then they've got to be able to get, they got to beat New Orleans. And then that's nine. They've got to split against Tampa to get to 10. And then stealing one in Buffalo would be great. Like I just, for me, I think the, the most wins. And this is still saying, without having seen Cam play a full game, he looked good yesterday in what they asked him to do. He's still learning the offense. I don't think you can make a real kind of, I don't know, a, a full evaluation of what he did yesterday. Like, yeah, he came in red zone situation. They scored. We already know he's the best red zone threat in the NFL. So that's not really any news for the Carolina Panthers other than, hey, Joe Brady, that's what you're missing this whole time. We need to see Cam play a full game. Over a couple weeks, the next couple weeks, which is the perfect time to really know how confident this team should be heading into those final weeks against Tampa and against Buffalo. But we're not there yet. There's plenty of time to get him up to speed and to be able to cultivate, which is already seemingly going swimmingly with him and Robbie Anderson up there giggling and taking selfies at the podium on Sunday after the game. Like they've got to just get, you know, more connection there and get that continuity and get the rights, the routes down and the timing, all of that, that will, that will come over the next couple of weeks. So for Carolina to win a division though, like 10 and then hoping that Tampa can kind of fall off Like Tampa losing one of those games against Carolina, particularly the one at home 
losing to Buffalo, maybe Indy can get them. That would help Carolina have the opportunity to be right there and win this division at 10-7 and with the tiebreaker over Tampa Bay. And that's what makes the New Orleans game and the Atlanta games also important because if you go five and one in the division, that might be enough because that's the first tiebreaker right there after that they split with Tampa Bay. So I, I think it's a possibility. I just think right now that nine wins is probably still where this team is most likely headed. And that, in my estimation, is probably not going to be enough. Again, doubt if you like, like Jim Trotter said, I just still think it's a, it's a pretty – Large ask for a team that has not been consistent throughout the season. Yes, new energy, Cam's back, all of that. Still need to see it on Sunday against a team in Washington that just came off a victory at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Speaking of Washington, their presence here on Sunday will allow us to take a step back and think about all that's changed over the last two years here in Carolina as Ron Rivera is now the head coach of the Washington football team. Matt Rule's now here. Cam Newton was gone, but now he's back. Taylor Haneke, Kyle Allen, Joey Sly, and all of our favorite friends, including Marty Herney, are now up there in the Carolina Panthers DC Bureau. So we get into all the changes that have occurred and even more from Matt Rule here in just a moment. Hey, Panther fans, this is Julian Council with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's called Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas. Every time they fill up, just download the free GetUpside app in the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back by using GetUpside. Just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We thought a couple weeks ago that the conversation here in Carolina was going to be surrounding the return of Cam Newton as a New England Patriot. That was stolen from us as Bill Belichick cut Cam Newton prior to the start of the season in favor of his first round quarterback, Mac Jones. Who can blame him? They drafted Mac Jones. They 
Liked Cam. Bills only said positive things about Cam if you listen to WEEI in Boston for whatever reason, if you're ever interested. And what that to say there. And the cesspool that is Boston Sports Talk Radio, Bill Belichick was on Monday morning praising Cam, saying how happy he was for him to be in Charlotte and have this opportunity as a Carolina Panthers quarterback. Bill Belichick gave Cam Newton an opportunity last summer when no other team out there wanted to bring him in. And once he was released, another team until the Carolina Panthers who grew desperate after watching Sam Darnold struggle and weren't 100% confident in P.J. Walker being the quarterback for the final eight weeks of the season, decided it was time for the homecoming, the return of Cam, which as we saw on Sunday, meant a hell of a lot for this team. Cam might have only played nine snaps, but his impact was immeasurable. He only knew what he said was two touchdowns worth of the playbook, and that's all the Carolina Panthers really needed out of Cam Newton on the field as his energy, his presence was able to lift that team in a win as P.J. Walker started on the road, now 2-0 in the NFL. So credit to P.J. Walker. But going back to Cam Newton and his return here to Charlotte now as the Carolina Panther as he'll make his debut in Cam 2.0 here in Charlotte, North Carolina with the Carolina Panthers at Bank of America Stadium on Sunday, that also welcomes the return of Ron Rivera. Ron, Riverboat Ron, whatever you want to call him, was an integral figure here in the community for nine seasons as he was the Carolina Panthers head coach, allowing his team to get to a Super Bowl there in 2015, being the coach of the year in the NFL twice. Ron Rivera, salt-of-the-earth kind of guy and someone I hated to see leave town just because of the man he is. But you have to also wonder when it comes to Ron Rivera. There's a lot of guys who be making their return to Charlotte. Joey Sly, who was here before the season started in training camp, and things didn't work out for Joey as he lost confidence. Went to Houston, got cut there. Went to San Francisco, got cut there. Then landed in Washington as Ron Rivera decided to jettison off Dustin Hopkins, who's been a good kicker in the NFL for a while, in favor of a guy named Chris Blewett. And as you can imagine, Chris Blewett blew it. And Ron Rivera went to Joey Sly, who isn't much better or better at all, but that is the situation. So Joey Sly gets his return game here to Carolina, his second revenge game of the season, lost the earlier one there in week three on Thursday Night Football when he was a Houston Texan. You also welcome back Kyle Allen, who two years ago around this time was a Carolina Panthers starting quarterback, and there was a thought that maybe he was the franchise here, even though I rolled my eyes at that concept, the guy who couldn't beat out Kyle Postma, who I'm sure you've never heard of, or Derek King, who was recently playing at the University of Miami before suffering a season-ending shoulder injury. Those guys aren't in the NFL, and maybe Derek King might have an opportunity in the NFL one day, but I don't know if he's going to be a quarterback in the NFL. And not to continue the lazy tropes that there are out there about black quarterbacks, I just don't see it with Derek King, and that's a guy that Kyle Allen couldn't beat out a former five-star who basically made it to the NFL because Trent Dilfer called Marty Herney and asked him for a favor, and he's earned his way onto the roster there in Washington because while he wasn't great in Carolina and proved not to be the future, he actually was a fairly solid player for the Carolina Panthers at times that season and proved that he can be a backup in the National Football League. It will also welcome Taylor Heineke, someone who was cut two years ago because Ron Rivera and the Carolina Panthers were more in favor of having Cam Newton here, obviously, Will Greer, who they drafted in the spring, and then Kyle Allen. So, Taylor Heineke, who's been a starter for the majority of the season for the Washington football team after Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's supposed to be their starter, went down with a hip injury, and recent reports say that he will not be back the rest of the season. Now, there has not been progress 
Think about all those names that I just mentioned there. There's three names. Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, of course, who's never been a Carolina Panther. What do all three of those guys have in common? They're quarterbacks. Ron Rivera is in his second year at Washington. Had Dwayne Haskins, a quarterback that he inherited. Dwayne gets cut after the Panthers lost last year, and it just didn't work out. So he goes to Taylor Heineke the rest of the year. Heineke looks fantastic in that wild card game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers where they pushed him to the brink. Tampa Bay, of course, wins, goes on to win a Super Bowl. Then on Sunday, he is able to beat Tom Brady in the Buccaneers. So Heineke has had his moments, but he's not a starting quarterback in the NFL. We just had the conversation about Kyle Allen. But for whatever reason, when Ron Rivera had options this season and in the past to bring in Cam Newton, He didn't want to do it. So Cam sat there without a job throughout this whole season because Ron Rivera was cool with Taylor Heineke and Kyle Allen. Last year when Cam was cut and Ron had Dwayne Haskins, he was cool with Dwayne Haskins, Taylor Heineke, who he hadn't signed yet, and Kyle Allen. Those were his guys. He was completely fine with rolling with them. And I can maybe understand that Ron wanted to get underneath the shadow of Cam Newton in a similar fashion that Matt Rule coming to Carolina wanted to be able to create his own image with this organization and maybe thinking that the dominating presence of Cam Newton would be difficult for him to have the complete control and ear of the team here in Carolina. I don't know. That's just all the things that we've heard. And Cam's even backed it up on his YouTube page after he was released by New England, just saying how it would be difficult because teams, you know, you can't just bring in a Cam Newton You see the kind of energy and how he's that gravitating presence in that locker room. If you want to have someone be your leader, like a Mac Jones, it's going to be hard to do that with Cam Newton around. But when you don't have a leader like that and you don't have a quality starting quarterback, why wouldn't you want to bring Cam Newton in? I do wonder, as the key storyline obviously this week is Ron Rivera is making his return and Cam Newton, of course, is making his return and all of that. It's a homecoming down there at Bank of America Stadium, making me think that maybe the Roaring Riot probably should have waited to hold off and have their return their homecoming this week <laughs> instead of a couple weeks ago against the Patriots. But I, I know, hindsight, 2020 there. And they'll certainly be throwing down, as all Carolina Panthers will be, um, fans will be heading into the game on Sunday afternoon, as hopefully it's going to be most of our fans there in the stadium on Sunday. Ron Rivera came out and said that he has a plan for Cam Newton. Mike Florio... Uh, Pro Football Talk, it was on Football Night in America on Sunday evening on NBC, and he had reported that, yeah, Ron, who's coached Cam Newton for those years, he knows how to stop Cam. He has a plan for him. But don't you think Cam has a plan for Ron? I know Cam and Ron certainly have a great relationship, and we saw, I think it was the preseason, where those two guys were hugging it out there at Gillette Stadium in Foxborough back when Cam was still a Patriot, and Ron, of course, still is the head coach up there in Washington, and they have great memories that they were able to create together here in Charlotte that we all shared with them. But you gotta think. I know Cam Newton said last week constantly in his press conference on Friday when folks try to ask him about Matt Rule and, you know, they had to have a hard conversation about what happened before and let bygones be bygones. Cam said, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Okay, sure. But Cam's human, just like all of us. You cannot tell me that Cam Newton get an opportunity to show Ron Rivera that, hey, maybe you should have stuck with me. Because if maybe if you stuck with me this year, instead of Heineke, 
y'all might not be three and six. That you might have actually had an opportunity to win this season. And I get it, the injury pass, and that team certainly knows more about his medical issues, even though Ryan Vermillion, the uh, former team trainer here in Carolina, he's got bigger issues when it comes to the feds, and he's proven that he maybe doesn't know exactly what he's doing as Graham Goodell had plenty of poignant things to say about the Carolina Panthers medical staff that cost him a season. So that makes you question also, you know, whether Cam would even want to go sign in Washington. But still, when Cam Newton had an opportunity to be signed by someone, the Washington football team and Ron Rivera decided not to do it. If Cam wants to stick it to somebody, if Cam wants to prove that he should have had the opportunity and that he was still that dude and he wants to show out, because I don't know what Cam has left in him. I certainly hope it's going to be enough to where he can be the quarterback here for the next four or five years or however long he wants to be. I hope that's what the end's going to be, but I don't know. I can't come off of Sunday's game in nine snaps and be convinced that Cam Newton for an entire game and for the next seven weeks is going to prove to be like the same guy that we saw maybe back in the first half of 2018 or what he could have been had he been healthy um, back all of 2019 or had he not got COVID last year. Like, I don't know what Cam Newton has left in him. I certainly hope it's a lot. But man, if he's got something, he's certainly going to go out there and he's going to show out against Ron Rivera and show him that, you know, Ron, I love you and you love me. But when I needed you and when you needed me, you decided I'm good. The Panthers here in Charlotte, they swallowed their pride. Not saying that Ron has too much pride and he didn't want Cam because of that. But you kind of have to think that that's maybe a little bit of an underlying storyline heading into the week. That Ron might have a formula for Cam and something up his sleeve. Maybe Cam has something up his sleeve for Ron Rivera as the Carolina Panthers welcome Washington here on Sunday afternoon. All right, looking at the rest of the week here on Locked on Panthers. Coming up on Wednesday, hoping to have a guest. I'll give you more details when I know it. Also, on Thursday will be our weekly crossover episode with David Harrison, the host of Locked on Washington football team, I guess. I'm not really sure what they call their podcast now. And then on Friday, it's another edition of the weekly Friday mailbag here on the show. So make sure to either at me or DM me at Julian Council. But first, follow me there on Twitter at Julian Council with whatever questions you have as they pertain to your Carolina Panthers. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Odyssey, and wherever you listen to this show and all of your favorite shows across the Locked On Podcast Network. Until then, take care, and I will talk to y'all on Wednesday.